closer to the internet. Should be. Okay, ask me a question and I'll answer it as soon as I can so we can see. Uh, how are you, Lawrence? Really good, thanks, Dom. <laughs> did that feel did that feel like a quick engagement to you or was that slow to you no that's perfect, perfect. i think that's the standard industry test isn't it they say ask me a question and i'll literally rattle it off as, as quickly as i can <laughs> <laughs> that's what virgin does every time i ring up virgin complaining about my internet speeds they go just if you just ask me a question over the phone like, it's very good thank you see your internet's fine don't know what you're <laughs> So, how are we doing, boys? How was, how was your week? What have you been up to? AD, great to see you. I've been gardening, innit? Doing, doing my gardening work in lockdown. Bigging up the gardening nice. massive. I mean, what a great week for gardening it's been. Or was it too hot to work? I mean, imagine it's probably just... Oh, we love, we, we love the rain because we, uh, it's a bigger state and we have to move sprinklers. And I get £15 oh. an hour to move some sprinklers, which I love. It's great. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. I think I think highlight of my week. I saw I saw a lobster in Hampstead Heath. What just? Wait, what? Just having just walking a, around. Having a, just literally just having a walk around the pond. Wow. Wait, what? Are really? lobsters only in like seafood conditions? <laughs> well, yeah, they need to live in salt water. No, well, okay, so well, I, I researched it. It's a white clawed crayfish, and they used to take over all the canals, and now oh. they are just, and they're tolerant to pollution. So if you find a, a crayfish near some water, you can drink it because it's nice, isn't it? Oh, nice. <laughs> it's unpolluted cool. water anyway. So well, I, I asked the lobster, and he said it's not that unpolluted, it's still London. And then I realised I should stop taking acid before I start work. <laughs> 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 Hello and welcome. You are listening to TW3. We are the show that highlights the world's insanities. We make fun of those that deserve it and we tackle the fake news that plagues us. I'm your host Dominic Lane and this week I'm joined by the infallible Lawrence Ray. What's up bitches? Our resident fact checker and sound technician in chief Gregory Bush. Oh, I didn't maybe not sound technician, but yeah, that's me. <laughs> And this week we are joined by a very special guest, Adam Elliott. What up? <laughs> this week, A-level students express anger after swathes of results were downgraded. Donald Trump continues his war on showerheads. Boris Johnson visits some empty schools. A Christian militant gets a sweet surprise. Sheep farmer extorts Tesco for Bitcoin. We'll be talking about all this and more after the break. AD, that's, they're, they're my karaoke skills. What oh do my you think? God. Like hosting <laughs> karaoke. Seriously, you, you got it. Did you want me to do the karaoke place for this podcast? Oh is that God. what it is? I remember when we, so this is when we used to work at the bar, Lawrence, and like Thursday night was karaoke night, and I was usually like working the day shifts, so I wouldn't see it, but like sometimes I was there late and whatever, and like out of nowhere, all of a sudden it'd be. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? Are we back in war again? Oh no, it's Adam going, it's karaoke! No longer do I carry karaoke. Now I karaoke! <laughs> Welcome to Thursday Night's Throwback Thursday, brought to you by Lobside Camden. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I love, I love enthusiastic karaoke. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Absolutely. There's actually, there's actually a complaint on, um, on Google about uh, the karaoke saying that there's a really annoying guy when I was trying to eat my burger. <laughs> Like, that's me <laughs> so ad this is this is where i play a little soundbite and we can react to it of course the hot topic of the week this week is that a levels came out 
um, the results. And there was a little bit of controversy. So here's Gavin Williamson talking about the results. We have every confidence that the system that we put in place is a robust system, a system that's fair for the pupils. Hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know how much I don't know if you saw anything, but essentially just to fill people in, forty percent of A levels were downgraded, and it became quite clear that the government had built this shiny little algorithm that essentially discriminated against people from, let's say, state schools and from schools that traditionally haven't done very well. You know, people saw their grades drop by, you know, there was one one girl who had got a place at Cambridge. And she was predicted A star A A, and she got something like a C D E. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's that that's just physically impossible. I mean, yeah. she could not turn up to the exam and get C D E. So I don't know if any of you know anyone who's been going through A levels. My little brother went through this whole trauma this week. Any reactions? Uh, no, I, I saw that this morning that they're going to do the GCSEs with the same algorithm, which is mm. a cracking idea, by the way. Really behind that one. <laughs> start them young. Start them young. You will fail. <laughs> yeah. This is what you're going to get, kids. Unfortunately. This is life. I remember, though, I remember predicted grades being like an absolute joke at my school. Of shit, yeah. they just They just didn't mean anything. It was like rubbish. Yeah, it like, is. I, I remember loads of kids being like, you know, not achieving their predicted grades. It's like, well, because you just went like you'll get A's across the board. It's like, what? That's that's not predicting grades. That's just saying like, yeah, probably good, like that. And like, and there was, and also as well, we found out that it was like, it, the, the sort of predicted grade system they used at school was to do with like, your sort of, your backgrounds, like if your yeah, your parents were from the UK and whatever. It was for like that because there was, there was this kid in our class who, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like working at NASA now or, you know, and, and but he was, he was, uh, he was from like Romania or something like that. And, and, uh, the NASA's are. And literally, his predicted grades were like <laughs> were like E's and F's across. The, like he was going to get E's and F's and whatever. And he absolutely aced GCSEs, obviously, because he was a really smart guy. And like it was just, what are you actually basing this on at all? Like it's not like. And also as well, you think kids, the think the teachers are going to sit there and give predicted grades out to the. There was like one thousand four hundred kids at our school or whatever. Like, and what they're sitting there going like, hmm, let's see. Oh wait, is that the is that the, the clever kid or the stupid kid? I can't. Oh, <laughs> oh he, he can have an A star, whatever. A star predicted grade for him. Um, him, oh, he's a little, I hate him, C, flipping, next, like, how are they going And that was, don't even get me started by We haven't even got to that segment of the show, and Greg has already gone off on one. I did say that I would poke him until he breaks this episode, because it is his turn to don't, do, don't even get me started, which we'll get to later on. So yeah, AD, I don't know if you have any quick reaction to that. Well, it's, it's, if they, I got predicted an A star in graphics, and then I was like, amazing, I'm naturally amazing at exams, and then I just didn't try, and then I got a C, and then I sued the school for keeping getting get my hopes up, so um, it's, 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 false, it's false pretenses, isn't it? They go, you are amazing, I'm like, yeah, I am, and then get to the exam, you're like, well, I literally don't know any of these questions, but I don't need to answer them because I'm already amazing. The teachers know and then it goes to the exam board and they're like, you're actually shit. And then you just walk away with all the failure that's... Well, it just prepares you for life. I mean... Um... Sounds like you really fucked up there, man. <laughs> 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 oh, well, look, 
if you are listening and you've just had your A-level results, of course, it's a very trying time, but there's a lot of people in the say, but I'm not going to sit here and give you like words of encouragement because you've probably heard enough of that um, for the thing, but you've just got to keep fighting and uh, hopefully you'll get some kind of justice. Welcome to real life. Welcome, welcome to real life. Yeah, I think it's, that's a very, a very good point. All right, guys, we'll move on to the next uh, little soundbite here. So Donald Trump is um, obviously focusing on the things that matter this week. Shower heads and faucets. So shower heads, you take a shower, the water doesn't come out. You want to wash your hands, the water doesn't come out. So what do you do? You just stand there longer or you take a shower longer? Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So that was obviously with 1,500 people dying a day of coronavirus. Donald Trump uh, <laughs> continues his campaign for better showerheads. Uh, this is actually something that he's been talking about for months, if not years. Um, and he's uh, determined to get adequate water pressure. I don't know if anyone's been to the States, but I don't remember when I did there being a lack of water pressure. AD, you're shaking your head. No, I don't remember at all. But what is Trump trying to say? Like, cut out the middleman and just have the pipe flowing? Is he trying to, like, get rid of the faucets? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he wants just multiple heads of the shower to cover his rather large uh, exterior. But who knows? But he's um, basically, it's all to do with him cutting regulations and how he's very proud um, that he's uh, cutting all these regulations. Well, it's an environmental regulation, I think. Because uh, obviously, if right. if there's a limitation on the amount of water that can come out of your faucets, um, then you're obviously helping the environment in some way. So, but, do, but do you think that, like, because Donald Trump is obviously married, do you think his wife, like, hates him so much that every time he goes for a shower, she takes a shit and flushes the toilet every time there's a shower? It's not actually anything to do with the water pressure. <laughs> She, she turns on all the other taps in the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, the water pressure is dying. She's like, ah. I, 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 do you reckon they sleep in the same bed and like actually like communicate no, and have a normal married life? I don't think so. Let's take a bunk beds. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just you know like they clearly don't have any love for each other. They blatantly don't bang very often, and when they do, it's missionary the lights off because she doesn't want to see his fat ass and his like burger thighs. So that's that's the honest truth there. No, I, I think they, I think he wears his suit, but they just cut a hole in it. He's got like a like a sex time suit, and so she, they can only have sex through the hole, <laughs> kind of like a glory hole, but president suit vibe. <laughs> President's <laughs> glory hole. Presidential glory hole. This this guy's changed an entire like regulation and law just because of his experience of the White House showers. Like maybe just get your water pressure better. Like I, what? This is actually stop the fountains. Stop the fountains. More water in the shower. <laughs> do, you reckon, exactly. do, you, do you reckon he got got some graphs to show how the water pressure of the USA is yeah. to the world? We're, we're better. We're better. We're better than the world with water pressure, but we want to be you know even more better than the world with water pressure. I've got a story this week which is just mind boggling. Okay, so um. A Christian militant or a member of a Christian militant group. Okay, I don't, I'm not, I'm still not 100% sure where militant comes into Christianity. He ordered a cake from a bakery. And this was in Detroit. And this bakery is owned by two black lesbians. Okay. And he asked for the cake to contain... A um a comment on top of the cake which was homophobic, 
Um, and he basically wrote, um, can you put on this cake? I'm ordering it to celebrate and have pride in true Christian marriage. I'd like you to write on the cake in icing, homosexual acts are gravely evil. Hmm. So, Catchy. of course, that... They're left in a bit of a conundrum because obviously I think most of us, if we were a black lesbian couple, would probably go, no, not making that cake. But they obviously thought a little bit hard about it and they realised that actually then they could be, you know, sued for discrimination. And actually that's what he wanted. He wanted them not to make the cake. So they made the cake. Um, it was a red velvet cake. OK. And um, but they didn't write anything on top because they said well it's part of our terms and conditions that we don't write on our cakes it's just not something we do and it's on the website yada 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 anyway long story short they organized a mini pride march of about 50 people to celebrate lgbt at the time this guy was due to pick up the cake <laughs> of course the guy never showed up and then he telephoned five days later after they had thrown the cake away and asked that uh, he said, where's my cake? And they said, well, we've thrown it away. And he said, well, no, you refused to make the cake. And basically then spouted off on news and Twitter and yada, 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 that he was being discriminated against. So I just thought Oof. that that's one of the most ridiculous things I've read for a while. And I don't know what you guys have any thoughts about it. Uh, I just... Uh, it, uh... <laughs> it makes you it, it makes you sad for humanity, oh. isn't it? That someone yeah, actually yeah, wants to spend time doing that. I just don't want to like why? Why do we exist? This makes me yeah. question our existence. <laughs> why do you do this thing? Like why would anyone do this? Like just go away. But, Stop now. But in order to find this particular cake store, he must have like searched on Google, I'm looking for a black lesbian ownership cake store so I can yeah. like what do you search on Google to find this thing to to smite them? No idea, man. Like maybe like LGBT like plus cake yeah. stores. Uh, like that. Yeah, so, sounds ridiculous. Like this is one of those things which makes you just want to go back to like nineteen ninety nine. Like there's there's baby bells, there's Sunny D adverts. Like the Coca Cola advert for Christmas is brand new, and I'm a child, and life is good, and no one's doing this dumb shit on the internet. You know, the internet's just like a playground of fun and weird, screwed up stuff. And so, yeah, it's just, I don't even have So you're, you're saying say. bring back the diet of Sunny D and Coke and then everyone's <laughs> going to be okay because the Sunny D made everyone yeah. happy. Oh, I'm so yeah, hyper. Well, I can't be angry at Bring uh, back yo-yos. Weren't bring kids back turning pogs. orange, Lawrence, from drinking too much <laughs> They were. I want more orange Sunny D. I want pogs. I want yo-yos. I want, like, the Millennium Dome. I want to just go back in time. Fed up with it done with this year basically the only event did you see like the only event that's actually gone forward this year that was planned was that stupid flying ant migration that they do every event. and i noticed when i was doing my exercise that they did it again this year F fucking something went ahead basically this year which was which was nice i guess but you know <laughs> just fed up with 2020 but yeah i oh. i mean I, I agree with you dom it's just i don't understand like it is sad it makes you feel sad for those people that they're like purpose like what they're seeking out what what their victories they're taking on in life is just like telling someone else that they can't like love who they want like it's such a small like they want to win by any means necessary in these like small sort of like altercations and whatever and that's their victory it's like yeah i i I stopped them being who they are. Like just. I tell you what, my dad tried to stop me when I was a little kid, like doing that. He once said he was like, "If you ever gay, son, this is when I'm about eleven. If you ever gay, I'll feed you a curry and show you what your ass is for." 
I mean, he went out of his way to give me that lesson. So they're, they're, even back when they had the Sunny D and the Coke, Lawrence, there were people like this. So we can't just blame oh, no, of course. 2020. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to hear about them online. That was all. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. But that's, that's yeah. the thing. But because people have got more exposure, haven't they? So they're like, I can do yeah. it now. And more people will hear me. I think we can all collectively say fuck you to this guy. I mean, he's, yeah, he's yeah. just an idiot. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And I don't I don't use that language lightly, but seriously, fuck you. Um, you're yep. just an idiot. Um, so, so, yeah. OK, guys, so let's get to some of your stories this week. Uh, Lawrence, what have you got going for us? All right, kiddos, I've got a fantastic story for you this week. I came. I got it from a few different sources. First off, I saw it on the Coin Telegraph because, yes, I'm a cryptocurrency nerd. Um, essentially, what happened is sheep farmers' alleged baby food-based Bitcoin extortion attempt thwarted. So it sounds like a sort of Guy Fawkes-esque attempt, doesn't it? Really, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the way they've written it. So a resident from Lincolnshire was accused, United Kingdom, was accused by local authorities of attempting to blackmail the supermarket chain Tesco. Um, so apparently the sheep farmer wrote Tesco a series of letters, allegedly, uh, claiming that he had planted contaminated baby food in their supermarket stores. And he then <coughs> allegedly offered to reveal the locations of the contaminated baby food in exchange for roughly $1.8 million in Bitcoin. Um, this gets better. Uh, Wright is believed to have been part of a group of disgruntled farmers who felt that the grocery chain underpaid them. Um... The group, no one knows the other members of the group, but they seem to have operated under the name of Guy Brush and the Dairy Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, however, it's worth noting that their name appears to be a reference to a 1990s point-and-click adventure game, The Secret of Monkey Island, um, oh, yeah. which I played on my mobile once uh, when I jailbroke and stole it. Um, prosecutors from the Old Bailey Court charged... Blah, blah, blah. Essentially, he was charged with two counts of contaminating goods and four counts of blackmail. Um, I thought at first this was hilarious, and then I went and looked online to check it was real because I've been caught by that before. And on the Independent, um, they apparently like a lady actually found a shard of like metal in a baby jar, so he'd actually done it. Like it wasn't like he joke, like actually threatened to do it, or like you know was trying to like falsify. It says the two mothers have described nearly feeding their babies food contaminated with shards of metal allegedly placed in there by this farmer. Um, oh so I was God. like, shit, you know, he actually he actually did did do it, which I thought was fucking crazy. So um, I don't know if it, if it will get worse for him, but. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what your guys' thoughts on this one are. are really, uh, please go ahead and tell me. I mean, that was a lot. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Is this, is well, this... I personally wish that the shards of metal had gone into the cake that went to that uh, to, to the uh, Christian or Catholic militant guy. Don't yeah, you? Right. Well, I, yeah, yeah I absolutely yeah. agree. I've, I've got a lesson for this farmer. So next time, sheep farmer, okay, your first noobass mistake was don't use Bitcoin because it's an open ledger and everyone knows what's going on and everyone knows who you are. You're an absolute fool. Use Monero. It's a privacy coin that would prevent, <laughs> prevent you from being uh, tracked and traced with your cryptocurrency purchases and you'd be fine. Uh, and second off, don't send a fecking letter to Tesco's Send like an email via some shitty proton mail you made while you're on tour browser so that no one can trace you. Not a fecking letter, you absolute knobhead. Um, so, and then third, don't actually do it. Just threaten, like, say you did it. Don't put metal in bloody baby food, you prick. 
and that's, that's the end that, of uh, today's lesson on cryptocurrency. I bet he didn't. He didn't even do the, the newspaper cutout, did he? Like you know, make the ransom. <laughs> I bet he just wrote it in his. Uh, so his pen with his like. This probably put a return address on the top as well. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so old school pen writing. But this it's like it's, it's always that new bear, isn't it? It's always Bitcoin everyone uses because no one understands cryptocurrencies. Like yeah, Bitcoin, yeah, yeah. no one could get me. Yeah, it's actually pseudonymous, not anonymous. You twat. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, on to the next news item before I uh, do a whole. Well, rant no, like, I uh, think like AD. Do you have any thoughts here? I saw you were getting a little bit animated. I'm getting animated because I mean it's <laughs> it's it's a really <laughs> weird story anyway. But Lawrence, you you seem to know a lot about kind of like how to make these things actually work. I'm more concerned about <laughs> how you could affect the world than this guy actually doing it stupidly. So you well, are like, you're like the evil villains publicist if you're gonna do it do it this way do it this way yeah do it the correct way you fool well like i said to greg earlier my t-shirt is actually not a thor um marvel t-shirt it's a thor lightning network node for the bitcoin lightning network t-shirt because i am a <laughs> okay, okay so ad just just so you don't know and of course all the listeners when when lawrence sits down for breakfast in the morning he picks up his thing of cereal, he opens it up and he pours out bitcoins and little coins into his bowl. <laughs> and then he sits there crunching it all day and just and, and he's a he's basically a crypto evangelist, I think. Uh, he probably hates that term, but that's no, why I, uh, I definitely am a cryptocurrency evangelist, absolutely. So basically when, when Lawrence uh, brings up his stories, it revolves around two things Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies at large and sex. So yeah. we, we usually get what we usually get one or the other each week. The three Last pillars week, of economy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, dead on. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. All right, guys, let's uh, dive into a break quickly. Uh, please do email us in at podcast.tw3media.co.uk if you have anything to say or anything you want us to shout out. Um, or you can tweet us at TW3media. Um, we will be right back after this. Welcome back, guys. So, uh, Greg, uh, what's your story this week? On the topic of uh, world leaders showing their incompetence and just making everyone sort of scratch their heads a little bit, Boris Johnson this week uh, has been visiting empty schools to emphasise that they're going to be safe when they're busy again, if that makes sense. So he's um, (laughs) obviously Boris Johnson advocating for that schools must open in September, um, you know, and this might come at a cost of uh, other things having to close down again. But, uh, um, you know, I think it's along the right lines of uh, that it is important to get schools up and running to to sort of free parents from looking after their kids at home and whatever. And, you know, that that will help the economy in that sense. But uh, the way he's gone about it uh, this this week is that he's uh, been pictured at lots of empty schools to show that look how safe these are, everyone, when no one's here. And and uh, this comes at the same time that the uh, um, there was a school in America, wasn't there? That sort of uh, photos emerged of it, them being absolutely packed corridors and whatever. And the school was was reclosed down again. I think at the end of the week after like nine people tested positive for for coronavirus or whatever. So it's just. Uh, some quick thoughts, guys, on how you think it's going to go down in September with schools opening. And uh, yeah, Dom, take it away. Yeah, so just like, um, just following on from that, I did see that the the girl who took the picture of the packed school got suspended. Oh, really? I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know if you know that. She actually got suspended from the school, even though the school was like closed next week. But for um, what? <laughs> that's actually like a perfect 
example of life, isn't it? Really? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you if you point out the obvious, you get suspended. Um, but yeah, much. in line. In line with schools reopening, of course, uh, I, th- I found it rather amusing when you said um, to help parents out. Of course, we want to open, <laughs> we do want to um, open schools to educate our youth. But, <laughs> of course, I think it's the parents that will be most up in arms. I think there will be mutinies on the streets if the schools do not open. And, of course, they need to do it in a safe and just a way. AD, you're rolling your eyes. Come on, enlighten us. <laughs> But the problem is, because like you know, they said, oh, like the the um, numbers of divorces and separations and stuff has risen since lockdown. You can't really. You you, you can't divorce your kids, can you? So... <laughs> oh, can't you? <laughs> not well, not legally. So yeah, please send them back to school because the, the the adults are like the adults, <laughs> the Gemini, the, all the adults, even the ones without kids. They want the kids to go to school. I mean, I don't because it's an easier drive to my work when yeah, there's no mums running around. The traffic is far far better, isn't it? I mean, my is opinion insane. here is like. The kids are used to a certain um, teaching system, aren't they? And they can't just have their parents saying, this is how to do it. So they need to, they need to go back. Otherwise, we're going to have divorced children all over the UK. Divorced yeah. children. That's uh, true. I, I think that the girl took the photo and got suspended. It's basically like saying, you know, this happens all the time, right? So she took the photo, got suspended. Edward Snowden leaks information, got, you know, threatened with death and decided to run to Russia. It, 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 this thing happens all throughout the world. She's just getting basically wised up to the real world. If you do anything that's correct, but against any sort of government or higher force, you get screwed up the bum. Um, and yeah, to be honest, I, I think that, that my solution here is, is the solution I'm telling you right now. If I was Donald Trump, I would be, I would be telling this to my legions of followers uh, my solution here, okay, is that we we will we will reopen the schools in September. Um, but what we will do is it will be outdoor lessons only. Come rain, shine, frost, whatever, okay. And we will all stand or sit cross-legged on the grass, okay, separated, and learn from our teachers with little chalk balls you can wheel out on wheels. Um, so that's my solution: uh, social distancing outdoors. Mm. The waterproof chalk, though. All right, guys, we'll move on. Look, um, Ad, we're going to go into a game, okay? So. Um, we every week now we play a game called Don't Even Get Me Started. All right. So last week it was Lawrence and I talking about what frustrates us in a really quick, succinct way. Okay. So a minute goes on the pl- clock, and you get to talk about a topic that is frustrating you, or you know something that you think needs solving. So. Uh, this week, Greg and yourself can go, um, and we'll let Greg go first, uh, just so you can get an idea and a feel for it. Lawrence, if you keep track of time for us, yeah. Yep. So, uh, without further ado, Greg, you have sixty seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Um, yeah, sure. Let's go for it. I want you to get really wound up. Imagine me breaking <laughs> a trumpet. Imagine me taking a trumpet and just beating it on the floor. <laughs> That yeah. would be wound up. That just made me sad. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. So I suppose I just want to be topical. You know, there's lots of things I could generally just rant about for years and years. But this week, Epic Games, right, are now suing Apple, okay? Because... So they've tried to circumnavigate Apple's, albeit, you know, kind of strict rules that they take sort of 30% of any sort of like transactions that happen on their, on the Apple store, okay? So Fortnite being like the biggest game in the world right now, 
Epic Games are absolutely rolling in it because of Fortnite. Epic Games, the company that have like been sued in the past for stealing like poor little kids' dances and things like that, and like taking to the games, and the kids are not having any like credit for it and whatever. And now like these huge companies are like fighting over just making more money on top of their absolute stacks of cash that they've got already, all both of them. And now Epic Games, they had it all set up ready to go. They knew the game was going to get taken down. <laughs> Epic Games. Epic All Games right. are trying to circumnavigate. Oh, I'm out of time Done. already. They're just. They're Greg, literally. <laughs> Greg, you've got to be more succinct to get to the I point. Can't. Okay. I need to tell everyone. This is, a, this is such <laughs> yeah. a load of shit. All right, guys, we will put we will put as a link in the description below um, <sighs> some some material uh, relating to this because this is actually a, a a big point, and Greg is absolutely right. And they did um, basically plan to sue both Apple and now Google as well. I don't know if you picked up yesterday, um, but yeah, Greg, in one sentence, what was frustrating you most about this? That because. Go. Epic Games are trying to now enlist everyone's help. That oh, Apple's really clamping down on us, guys. Like this is going to be like 1984. They're stopping us from making the extra 30 percent that they take from our huge profits that we're making on all in-app purchases. All right, okay. It's like, okay. In the interest of fairness, <laughs> I have to stop you there because I felt like you were going to go on for another five minutes. Um, but um, Greg, you sound like a nerd who's had his Xbox taken away. Um, Ad, are you ready? Yes. All right, bring on the carnage. 60 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one, go. Anne fucking Hathaway. <laughs> Who is she and why is she filling our screens? She is, she is like all the Tim Burton characters put together as one. Her eyes are like all wonky and she's in every fucking film. They're remaking Death Becomes a great film with Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. No, that's put Anne Hathaway in there. No, what they're making, The Witches. Which is an amazing film. And then they put her as the main character. She was in fucking Les Mis. And she just sits there with a stupid frog face. And she's just moaning. I know I know, she's like, she's a whore in it. But um, she, she would moan. But everyone everyone said, oh yeah, I loved, love Les Mis. Love Les Mis. Because she dies at the beginning. It's the only film where she gets into the film and dies. Everyone secretly hates Anne Hathaway. And they won't... Stand up to fucking Hollywood and tell them to get rid of that Nancy Pansy princess twat that fills off and, and the po- and, and the oh, posters. Out of time. No. Oh man, you're out of time. Okay. No. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. If you are listening to this, you know <laughs> we don't all hate you. I'm sure you're an okay person. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, Um, there you have it. Um, Two problems that need solving. Um, If you're listening in, let us know which one is bugged you the most. All right. (coughs) Thank you very much. Anne Hathaway or Epic Games, indeed. Um, That'll that'll probably be the title of the podcast this week, Epic Games v Anne Hathaway. (laughs) It's like on on YouTube, I don't know if you saw any of those videos where it was like History Wars or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's it, Epic Rap Battles of History. Yeah, that's what what it is. Completely unintentionally. It just came to me then. Uh, Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, uh, we've got to go to a very quick break here um, and then we'll come back with, uh, I think, one final story we've got going on and some good news for the week before we sign off. Um, Please do email us in, podcast at tw3media.co.uk or tweet boxes at tw3media. We'll be right back after this.
Well, welcome back, guys. So, Lawrence, what's going on? You, you, you've got something about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yes, I have this week uh, been doing some serious investigative journalism, um, <laughs> as I'm well known <laughs> yeah. for on this podcast. Um, and I have discovered many, many truths um, about touchy Uncle Joe. So You're I fake found... news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> I, found, um, I actually found uh, this week uh, JoeBiden.info and KamalaHarris.info. And they're both fake promos for websites for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They're both, um, what is it? Uh, what's the word that people always use? Uh, parody. They're both parody sites, okay? Having said that, whilst they're both parody <laughs> sites, they both, they, both of them post completely factual information on every single one of the people. So there's no lies anywhere. It's just they're posting factual information that goes completely against their agenda of trying to become president and vice president of the United States. And I think this is one of those things that, again, for me, always highlights that Whenever someone's running for something like Bojo going for prime minister or Donald Trump going for president or whatever, look at what their voting history is and what they've actually done, not what they're telling you now. So look at their history. Like when I told you guys about, I can't remember who it was now, was it Jeremy Hunt or someone like that who said, oh, I want to do this and the next day voted against it. Um, in this case, you've got uh, Joe Biden having been, uh, had allegedly, sex, uh, allegedly sexually assaulting a woman. You've got, then you've got Joe Biden's history of voting. So against gay marriage in 1996, for mass incarceration. Um, so basically he voted for the three strikes you're out policy, uh, against abortion rights, against school buses, uh, for the Iraq war, for the death penalty and harsher drug sentences. And yet he's a democratic, uh, nice lefty guy, apparently. Go ahead, Dom. What's your thoughts? So um, I completely disagree with you here because that is mm -hmm. one of the things. And I'm, I'm very sounding like I'm going into a don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> but that's one of the things that really frustrates me is that right. we have this preconception that politicians are not people. We change our minds all the times about issues. And you mm. can't hold someone to account for something that they may have voted on or an issue that they have may be pushed or thought about at a time. And I, I, I think people should be allowed to change their minds. And politicians certainly should. And I think it actually shows leadership. I'm not talking about Boris Johnson's weekly U-turns, but I'm talking about, you know, you know, an, an issue that you may be for against something, but then you had the capacity to listen to other viewpoints. There's nothing worse than someone like Donald Trump or, you know... Um, I can't think of anyone else who immediately springs to mind. But, you know, someone who stands up there and you can tell he's never changed his view about something mm. in his life. And I'm mm. sorry, actually listening, absorbing, interpreting, aggregating, amalgamating your points is actually imperative to society moving forward. So I completely disagree with that. Well, I agree with what you've said um, for, say, if someone makes a decision or a vote on one thing and then they change it. But if someone's consistently voting for harsher penalties, death penalties, against gay marriage and rights, against black and white children being mixed in schools. And I know that obviously you can change your opinion over time. I know we grow as individuals and I know Joe Biden's been in politics for many years. But if you consistently again and again vote for the harsher Republican based not very nice policies, basically, they're anti-human beings, then you're an asshole. And quite frankly, I don't trust your capacity to change. If you've consistently for 30 years done it, oh, you're, you're suddenly going to change now because you're running for president. Fuck off. No, you're not. 
if he'd done it once or twice or has shown that he's had a mixed voting history, but he hasn't, has he? And so what, how has he suddenly changed now when he's, what, 90 years old or whatever he is, because he's probably going to die and give Kamala Harris the presidentship, let's be honest, if he does get voted in. How has he suddenly changed now? That's what I don't understand. Like, if, he, if he's had a history of maybe changing over time and you can see how he's got better over the years... But I think it's just because he's got better to suit his political career. That's my opinion on it. Um, mm. And so I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I honestly, I th- we certainly live in an age now where soundbite is king. And we've spoken about this on this show before. You know, how, you know, it, it's all about the 30 second answer these days, the one sentence answer. And it's never about what are the next 10 words? What are the words after that um, these days? And yes, you have if someone has voted a certain way for 30 years and then suddenly they switch on one point because of you know they think it could get more votes yada yada yeah there's a certain amount of fishy towards that but it was i think you know ultimately we should be proud of you know politicians who can listen to people and we've certainly seen that in in recent weeks and months with black lives matter um, and other social causes that have come to the limelight. But are they listening so, to do a better job, or are they listening to get your vote so they can then just do what they did all the time before? Well, that, that, that's the person in question, and you have to I, then obviously look at the man or the woman, and you have to think, well, you know, are they doing that? For someone like Donald Trump, that's patently obvious. He does everything to, you know, better his own self. Um, but... Someone like Biden, I think the question's open. If I'm honest, I guess I, I guess I'll, I'll close this point off with one last point that I would make on this on this in being that Kamala Harris herself said back in April 2019, so just over a year ago, not long ago, that she believes the accusers who who have accused Joe Biden of touching inappropriately and sexually assaulting them, and that she respects them being able to tell the story and having the courage to do so. Um, yet she's now running as his vice president, literally a year later. Well. I, 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 yeah, of course. Um, and I do, I, I mean, if I, if I could, I don't know if you remember, but I did play Bill Clinton's, I did not have sex with that woman when <laughs> I joked about this. Yeah. With sexual relations with that woman when we first talked about this. Um, because I, you know, it was clearly like another Prince Andrew job. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. You're right. We need to, we need to move on. We could probably talk about this at late. Lawrence has some good news. I've got some good news for all of you. So I don't know if anyone wants to start a clock or whatever. If not, I'll just go for it anyway. And just stop when I'm done. So, good news for today. Rolling of the drums. Uh, beautiful mural in Warsaw eats up smog and purifies the air, e- equaling to 720 trees. Uh, so not only is it beautiful, it's helping the environment. Uh, Alzheimer's research has found a protein that protects against the disease very recently. There's, uh, worry, an elephant baby boom in Kenya has occurred due to rainfall, with a record number being born, being uh, including rare twins. Uh, large blue butterflies were extinct in England, but now they're back after 50 years. Um, and unsold beer from Australia's lockdown is making renewable energy and in record amounts. Uh, and two surfers save a starving cold dog from Sea Cave after it had been missing for three months. Uh, and the last one, uh, the world's loneliest elephant in Pakistan has finally been heading for his sanctuary after he was ordered by the Pakistani government to be released from his lonely zoo. Uh, and that was climate change, stroke, animal rights. Good news from Lawrence Ray. Thank you very much, Lawrence. Thank you. Thanks, Lawrence. All good, boys. Right, guys. You've been listening to TW3. 
Thank you very much. Big thank you. Big shout out to AD for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure. We hope you come back soon. Thank you very much. Is there anything you're working on that you want to shout out? Um, yeah, there's an amazing busker's barge in Hackney and I perform there every every Sunday, every weekend. There's a little um, live music from three o'clock till ten down in Hackney Wick and it's called the... Um, Butty Boat Barge. Find it on Facebook and listen to some free live music, especially we need it now because we can't listen to live music in bars. So, yeah. What more do you want? That's a clever circumvention of the rules and regulations. I like it. It's very smart. Um, so, yeah, please do get down there. AD's great. All the performances he has are absolutely fantastic. I've been watching them for years. Please do get down there and give it a watch. Um, that's bye from me, Greg, Lawrence, AD. Bye for now. Bye. Don't take drugs. Don't take drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> that was the week that was. Please do email in podcast at tw3media.co.uk or tweet us at tw3media. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Doo. Toodle right. tip. Okay, sweet as. All right, well I'm gonna bounce because I've got to get a lot of stuff done. But um, it was great to meet you, AD man. Um, and it was good to like be on this fucking cool thing. And uh, yeah, uh, Dom, you're wrong about the politicians. They're all pieces <laughs> of shit. Fuck you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.